From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.
you've ever wondered how we started our podcast and how we record our podcast, the answer is so, so simple. Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcast. You can make money from your podcast no matter if you have one listener or a thousand listeners. Downloads, everything. I mean, it's so simple. If you're creating something, get paid for it. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Jack Burton always says, an hour of wrestling a day, the faces and heels will stay. I'm Levi at Levi D. Zindel on Twitter. Oh God! Oh, Jack Burton. (laughs) You know what's funny is, even though I have like access to any movie, like I almost bought Big Trouble in Little China this past weekend. I I own it, man. That is just that's one of my top ten favorite movies of all time. Maybe it's like top five. It was like a new special edition, and I was like, eh, I was so close. Oh, like, you know what? Ah. They had some at Best Buy with the new graphic on it. Is yeah, that like, yeah, yeah. That's the one? Yeah, okay. Yeah, might... the new slipcover. Yeah, it's like five bucks, man. I might have to grab it. Mm-hmm. I, I have uh, just a regular old DVD copy, and uh, man, it's like one of my favorite movies of all time, for sure. Definitely yeah. definitely top ten, probably top five. It's a good one, man. So that's, like a, little, that's a little preview for if we do a movie episode in the future, you know? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of Kurt Russell in general. yeah. Yeah, I do love me some Kurt, man. Him and Goldie Hawn, a Hollywood relationship sustained that long is yeah. pretty crazy. And we got a great movie out of that, too. Overboard. Yeah. yeah. Love that movie. Yeah, and, Wa- and, and Waterworld. No, I'm just kidding. That's, that's <laughs> What's his name? Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't mess with the cost, man. Yeah. That's my, that's my boy. Anyways, uh, so I guess I should say who I am, right? I think they know, but you should say it anyways. Well, there's a party in my pants and everybody's invited. <laughs> Not really. But I don't discriminate, but I am married. So I'm Tommy at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter. That's right. And you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and get this out of the way early so we can talk lots and lots of wrestling. I'll let you know very early on the show, two minutes in exactly, unless... uh. Well, two minutes in of us talking, but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta slap down that Matt Lee Massey. Uh, thanks for that theme song, by the way. You can go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash heels and quads because that's your one stop shop for heels and quads wrestling podcast merchandise needs. Support the show by picking up all five of our t shirt designs at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash heels and quads. You can also go to collarandelbowbrand.com. That's where me and Tommy went the last two weeks and Bought us some sweet gear. You've seen those shirts online. That's right. Collarnobobrand.com. Use coupon code Heels and Quads and all caps at checkout to save 10% on your order. And you can do the same thing at Zubas.com, except you save a little more. Zubas, get those zebra pants. Use coupon code Heels and Quads and all caps at checkout and save 15% on your order. Oh my God. Bust them out early, man. Yeah, that, I, I wasn't even ready for that. <laughs> Took my breath away. (laughs) 
speaking of merch, if you're going to get uh, T-shirts and pants and hats and bells and whistles, you need those action figures, too. So why don't you head over to HeroesHideoutNY.com, pick up all your favorite Mattel action figures, your Funko Pops, and, of course, your meet and greets. This past weekend, Corey Graves was at Heroes Hideout. Oh. Before the uh, Extreme Rules pay-per-view. Also, don't forget, of course, Sunday, August 26th, the Bucks, Marty, and Hangman will be there. VIP meet and greet for all four, 168 bucks. So go to HeroesHideoutNY.com, use code QUADS, and save 10% on your order. And remember that Heroes Hideout is your new access to entertainment. And I'll vape to that. All right. So, yeah, and I hope everybody enjoyed our... Uh... Episodes last week, the first episode we, I'm sure everybody might be able to tell we were a little rusty after a week off, but the Flip Gordon episode was a pretty good success, and that was really cool dude to talk to, so once again, um, a thanks to Flip for coming on, and uh, hopefully we can get that part two where we talk about some, some weird stuff going on in the world, on the world, and outer space. It's weird, wild, and wacky stuff. Oh, Jack Burton always said that. So... <laughs> You know what Jack Burton always says, Extreme Rules was last Sunday. So, yeah, we got a little bit of news here. Um, would you like me to take care of that, Tommy, or would you uh, Would you like we to take can, care of that? We can both do it. Yeah, you know. Well, I didn't, I just wrote some guidelines here. You know more about them, some of them, than I do. Uh, number one being that StarCast will be broadcasted on Fight, the app. Starcast. That's uh... oh, that's what we're going to be at. Oh, the convention. Yeah, oh, okay. I think that's I think tied to all in. Yeah, I forgot. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I thought we were going to Starcade at first, but it was not a blast from the past. We're going to Starcast. Well, I mean, you know, uh, Starcast on fight. And They're going to have twenty plus live shows. Ooh, they haven't wait. announced everything yet. So could we be on Fight TV? Maybe. We don't know yet. We haven't heard anything. Yeah. And then uh, it's going to be 40-plus hours of live content. You can also watch it on demand. The pre-sale orders went on sale last night at about the time Raw was starting up. And it was, I believe it's $149.95, but you also get a piece of the all-in canvas. That's pretty awesome. So, I mean, it's pretty sweet. That's uh, S-T-A-R-R-C-A-S-T. No double T. And you can go to fight.tv or the app and pre-order that now for 150 bucks. I think they said the suggest- suggested retail price was 270 bucks. I mean, 150 for pre-orders is pretty good because, mm-hmm. you know, that is a lot. That's a, you said 40 plus hours of stuff and you're, you're getting quite a bit of access to some, access to some entertainment, mint, mint, mint. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be a it, fun, it'll be a fun show to watch, man. So if you got 150 chilling somewhere or you got to save it up for that, I think I'd recommend doing it because you might get to see your boys, uh, Tommy and Levi on there. And uh, even, a lot of other even, even if it's in the background, even if we're just like stalking by a camera or something, we, you know, wave. I'll be happy um, to get that much. Yeah. <laughs> that's a rub. <laughs> yeah. That's a rub ski. Um, 
But, you know, it's just cool because, I mean, all these podcasts, I mean, like we've talked about before, we listen to a lot of these podcasts and stuff. Yeah, we, man. I mean, we're, we're not, uh, we're not partial to ourselves. I mean, we're partial to ourselves because we're, we're marks for ourselves, but we're marks for marks who are marks for marks. That's true. But, you know, to be able to see all these podcasts for 150 bucks and you can watch it whenever you want, it's on demand. It's not just the podcast. You get to see the, the karaoke with Marty and the jam session with Papa Buck, of course, who, you know, we're going to be there for that. Oh, yeah. Um, but I mean, it's just a, it's a cool thing. And we're going to be there. Speaking of StarCast, I did order our banner for our table on Podcast Row this past weekend. So I'm looking forward to getting that. And hopefully it doesn't look thrashed. Hopefully it looks good. You know, I'm a bit excited to meet uh, some podcasts versus some of the wrestlers. (laughs) You know, I am too. I mean, now are you talking like other people on Podcast Row with us or just like regular joe six pack like we we are i mean everybody man i mean it's gonna be a fun walking around and talking to people and, and 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 you know the funniest thing is we'll be talking wrestling but we won't really be talking wrestling yeah we're not gonna be like oh so here's what's going on this you know and it's gonna be a lot of so tell me about when this happened yeah exactly exactly i want I want to know, like, say we, we bump into Kevin Nash, just, you know, randomly. It was like, okay, so tell me about, tell me about what really happened. He's always the reference point. Yeah, well, Kevin I mean, our, our show was named after Kevin Nash. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I watched that video clip from 03 when he blew his quad. Uh, yeah, that was rough. And then we can go up to Tony Schiavone and say, hey, what happened when, you know, what happened when? What happened when this happened? And they'd be like, oh, I'm gonna tell you, and uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sound like I just like I did in WCW, and uh, we're gonna have technical difficulties because in WCW we had lots and lots and lots of technical difficulties, and uh, tell your neighbors <laughs> to turn on Nitro right now because this is happening. This is where the big boys play. <laughs> we have. A What's the adjective gym. in that? Play. Yeah, we ain't here to play. <laughs> oh, Nashy, Nashy yeah. Poo. Uh, in other news, your boy. Well, I mean, you know, he's one of my boys too, but he's more so he's your boy. American <laughs> man. <laughs> well, boy Terry Balea, aka Uncle Terry, Uncle Terry Balea, aka Hulk Hogan, uh, is now officially back in the WWE's Hall of Fame. And apparently his speech to the locker room, uh, his apology speech to the locker room, was filmed for a special episode of 24, according to Ryan Satin on Twitter. You know, when I saw this, actually, I take that back, because this is pre-breaking Twitter when I sent it to you, the screenshot. Yeah. I saw, somebody had posted a picture on Twitter of Hulk Hogan at the airport in Cleveland. And then somebody sent a picture of Hulk Hogan next to their dad on a flight. So shout out to them. If, if they listen to the show, let, let us know because I want to give you credit for it. But, they might have been listening to the show while they were sitting next to Hulk Hogan. That's true. Um, you know. But I was like, okay, so they had mentioned he's, he's going to Cleveland, but he has no scheduled appearances in Cleveland. 
granted it is Hulk Hogan and it's not like if he wants to go to Cleveland for the weekend he can't but everybody was like oh but that's kind of close to Pittsburgh because you got Ohio you got Pennsylvania they're right there Mm -hmm. so it was obviously a connecting flight or to just throw people off because you know with social media these days WWE has no problem trying to fake people out yeah not 20 minutes after I see this, WWE sends out a tweet breaking Hulk Hogan has been reinstated into the WWE Hall of Fame after a three-year hiatus. And I, I mean, I erupted. Like, <laughs> I'm showing, I'm showing Amanda my phone. I'm showing the kids my phone. Like, he's back. I mean, he's back. He's back. <laughs> Tearing my shirt. You know, the little... actually yesterday on my way back from uh, the hometown, I was listening to Howard Stern, and I think it was the episode from yesterday morning, and it was the news with Robin, and she she said that Hogan was back in the WWE Hall of Fame, and Howard asked her, he said, uh, you know, about his racist comments, he said, Robin, how do you feel about it? And she's like, I don't care. <laughs> you know, right. so there's a lot of people that it's, I mean, it's wrong, it's wrong to drop a it's racist wrong. comment, don't get me wrong, I'm just saying yeah. that. You know, it's not everybody needs to get bent out of shape about it. But, but my problem you with shouldn't it is say it regardless. Everybody has flaws. Right. It's everybody has moments of of uh self doubt or you know, in his, in his case he, he was clearly intoxicated. He was upset. <laughs> he you know, he was going through a rough time, you know, and it's like in moments like that, you know, you're weak and you might say stuff even if you don't mean them, you still say it. And even though he did say pretty much he was racist, everybody's racist, which, I mean, to a degree, is kind of true. Yeah. I mean, I mean, not saying that racism is a good thing, but I mean, everybody has that, you know, I mean, especially, you know, I hear stories about it all the time being a bartender. You know, people will be like, oh, yeah, we were going to Memphis or whatever, and we all locked the doors. Well, I mean, that's racism. Yeah. You really want to sit there and think about it? <laughs> well, it's either it's so. race, there's racist, there's stereotypical, and there's prejudice. You know, there's a few yeah. different things. And some, some, uh, there's a, there's a good borderline between racist and stereotypical. Yeah. So, so, you know, and I'm not being racist here when I'm saying this, but when people say, Hispanics like tacos. They do. It's just stereotypical. But you Americans know what? like cheeseburgers. It's just stereotypical. I like tacos too. Yeah, exactly. You I know, like fried and that, chicken. And that's the, that's the same thing with, you know, African Americans. A lot of people are like, oh, well, they just wear baggy pants and steal stuff. So do white people. Yeah. So do Mexicans. <laughs> you know. You know, if you wanna if you wanna drop talk about racism. There's a lot of times that our own uh, our own uh, ethnicity is the worst. The white no. fo- the white folks are some of the worst, dude. It, it, if not the worst. So I mean, you know, everybody can get over it. Everybody does dumb shit, and uh, they do. You can, it doesn't matter what color your skin is. You are always going to do stupid shit, and you're going to have your niches. You know, we eat cheeseburgers and hot dogs, and. Some people eat quesadillas and some people eat black uh, fried chicken. So 
You know, I almost said blackened chicken because I served so much of it at work. That's what was. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't going to say anything bad. I was saying blackened chicken because here, I I served so much blackened chicken at work. Here's my main point, and then we'll move on. My main point to this whole thing is Hulk Hogan deserves to be in the WWE Hall of Fame. One hundred percent. I mean, if it wasn't for Hulk Hogan, WWE probably wouldn't even be around today. No, and that's exactly. That's. I mean, that's a. That's a basically a scientific fact at this point yeah it's it's in the statistics not only that but i mean think about like the lineage of hall of famers who like macho man he never came back didn't go to the hall of fame until he had passed away and never got that opportunity to you know even say goodbye to the fans then you look at somebody like ultimate warrior came back two nights later he's dead yeah you know what i mean so it's like do we really, I mean, yes, racism is wrong. Yes, what he said was wrong. I don't condone it. I don't think anybody should use that word. I don't like that word, to be honest. It was but, in regards to Brooke dating a, a black dude, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Okay. Yes. And, um, but it's not Hulk Hogan, the character, that is, that had yeah. that racial, racial slur. That's Terry Bollea. That Drunk that. Terry Bollea. <laughs> not Hulk Hogan. Yeah, it, and and people have to remember that wrestling. I mean, granted, it's still wrong. I'm not trying to make it sound like it's right. I'm just trying to show that there's another side to it. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, you know, we like to drop some Friends references. So <laughs> Hulk Hogan said some or Terry Bollea said something wrong, not Hulk Hogan, and Joey Tribbiani was in soap operas, not Matt LeBlanc. That's true. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm just, I, that's the thing that bothers me. It's like, he's a character, it's a fictional character. Hulk Hogan, in all honesty, is like Batman. Yeah. It's a character. It's not a person. So, if you want to dive deeper into it, that that's my... It's not an excuse. It's just trying to explain. So, yeah. Just like when I uh, explained to my kids why Zack Ryder and Dolph Ziggler were riding in the car together the first time I took them to wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. They're buddies, you know? But in the ring, they don't like each other. But behind the scenes, they're friends. Uh, so, we wanted to give a rest in peace to Sir Masa Saito, uh, an absolute legend in the business. And uh, Former two-time WWF Tag Team Champion with Mr. Fuji. Obviously had a great singles career. Won the AWA Heavyweight Championship. Um, I shared on Twitter yesterday after I saw the news and shared a video of him and Hulk Hogan. They had a little run in the AWA. So to tie those two things together. Um, yeah. So rest in peace to Masa Saito. He will be missed. Obviously, he wasn't still wrestling, but his legend lives on and on and on, like everybody else who untimely passes and uh, you know left a big stamp on the business. So we appreciate everything he did, and rest in peace to him and his. Uh, sorry for the loss to his family. I almost, said, I almost said rest in peace to his family too. Like I was like, <laughs> like Undertaker on this right here. <laughs> <laughs> you got it now. He drove by earlier. Yeah, he did. When we were on the phone <laughs> chit-chatting. Um, yeah, definitely one of the, definitely one of the biggest, 
Japanese wrestling stars, though. Of, yeah, uh, it's like him and Enoki, you know? Yeah. It's like the names you hear. Yeah, because I remember, I mean, he was in WCW in like up until like 96. And I remember seeing him when I was younger. Uh, I guess I should say a kid because I was, let's see, nine in 96. So, um, anyways, yeah, so I also wanted to chit chat about BTE and I won't dive too deep into it. But since you didn't get to finish it all, but yeah, I got like nine minutes in and then we. We started this, so. But obviously, uh, the Bucks of Jericho, or is it Y two Jackson? Yeah, against, I don't know. Against Kenny, Cody, and Marty on the Jericho cruise. And I, I told Amanda when she got home from work yesterday, I was like, you know, I'm really bummed that we're not going on that cruise now. But cabins well, are still, still cabins. available. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there is still cabins available. <laughs> Oh, that's man. good. That was the best. That was it for me, man. I was the BTE had just started, not even a minute in, and I was already laughing because of that. Wait until because you, of the sh- wait until you get to the juice spot, though. That you're gonna die. It's him yeah, ba- I'm ready for that. Him and Bad Luck Fale. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm ready yeah. for that. He's he just seems fig- like he'd be a funny dude. Yeah, and he's he's trying to figure out which side Bad Luck Fale is on. So once you get to it, you're you're gonna you're gonna crack up. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, also, real quick, last little bit of news that I have. I know, I think you had one more thing, but um, Ring of Honor New Japan G1 Supercard at Madison Square Garden, April 6, 2019, which just so happens to be WrestleMania weekend. We haven't really talked about this too much. No, and that's a huge, huge... It's a... actually, actually, we haven't talked about this at all, because I haven't talked to you since this announcement was made, other than a couple of texts yesterday. It's like a it's like a record breaking thing. I can't remember the exact amount of years that it was. Do you have that? How long uh, it's been since they've had a hold on MSG? WWF was going there since what? Like when? Like, like the seventies? Okay. Well, yeah, but I'm, I'm earlier thinking, than that. I'm thinking it was earlier than that because oh yeah, because Bruno and them were wrestling there in the sixties. Yeah. And because uh, Vince Sr.'s dad ran wrestling there, too, I think. Now, Vince Sr. might have started the Garden, but I'm thinking his dad had something to do with it as well. Yeah, let me see if I can find the... See if you can find the year, and I'll just kind of jive on this for a second. So, the... It is. Okay. The last time a non-WWE pro wrestling show was held at the Garden, it appears that it has never happened since the formation of the company in 1963 as the WWWF. Before that, the NWA Capital Wrestling Corporation World exclusively ran the Garden. Yeah. So it's been that. And that was fifty-five years. That was Vince Senior and his dad, though. That was Capital Wrestling Corporation. Yeah, so I mean they've had a hold on it for a long, long time, and but see now I that has to be wrong because I remember hearing about WCW running a house show at the Garden in the nineties. Because uh, on, maybe that was true. I, yeah. th- I think eighty three weeks. Eric Bischoff said something about it. Now I mean he could have misremembered or however that works, but I, see because I don't remember WCW ever coming to the Garden. I mean, they did Nassau Coliseum on Long Island and all that stuff, but I don't ever remember them coming to the Garden in the '90s. But yeah. I mean, it could have just been a house show. But from what I, from his story that he told, I think it was on 83 weeks. I'm almost positive, and this was the last few weeks. Was uh, 
that it was so bad that they that's why they never did it again. The WWE's so statement on that was very short, but very they said short. MSG is of course free to work with ROH however they want. That's it. In other words, we're pissed. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you know, I, I was I was talking to Robert yesterday on the phone, our third wheel who doesn't really come on the show because he's a third wheel. But um, you terrible know, and reason. I, terrible reason. <laughs> it is a terrible reason. But um, well, no, just you know, scheduling con- conflicts. It is. It, it is. I'm it's, just it's hard to get three people on the phone. Um, yeah. but the whole thing behind this, it's like. WWE is having WrestleMania in New Jersey. Let's not forget that. It's in New Jersey, not in New York. They won't want to tell you different, but they're wrong. But not only that, they're having the Hall of Fame, NXT, Raw, and SmackDown all at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. Yeah. They're not running Madison Square Garden. No. So, I mean, it's... It, so why they are free the to work they have want. something going on WrestleMania weekend? Why can't well, they you get know, a little it's, taste of the pie? Yeah, it's every year people are around during WrestleMania in whatever buildings, and Ring of Honor is the company that uh, was able to do the Garden. You know, and I think and, I think that'll be a it'll probably sell very 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 well, if not sell out, because all the wrestling fans that are going to be in town. And I was listening to Busted Open yesterday, and uh, ROH's COO, what is it, Joe Koff? Joe Koff, yeah. Joe Koff, yeah. And he was talking about, you know, with everybody coming into New York or the, the tri-state area there, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, with all, and you add in Pennsylvania and all that, but with everybody in that area, there's so many people that live there to, to begin with that are wrestling fans. Because, yep. I mean, like we said, they WWE has been running the garden since the beginning of time. Since before the dinosaurs realm, WWE has been at the garden. Yeah. But, um, so with all of those people in town, in addition to the people who already live there, why would, I mean, why couldn't take advantage ROH, of it? Why couldn't ROH sell out the garden though? It's, yeah, it's, and that's what they I was can saying. do it. That's what I'm saying. They can, if they don't sell it out, it'll be very close to not being very sold close. out because of all the wrestling fans and the and New York is a wrestling area. And you know, it's it just shows Get a credit card that gives you what you need now. A low interest rate on everyday purchases and a place to transfer high interest rate balances. The PenFed Gold Contactless Card is our lowest interest rate credit card. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1500 in the first 90 days. Join PenFed, and together, we can help you keep more of what's yours. Visit PenFed.org slash goldcard. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Do you once again how much eyes aren't all on the fed you know everybody watches the fed everybody watches wwe we all do it because that's what we watched from the beginning of time when we got into it that or nwa or wcw but 
now there's you know there's so many other companies and ring of honor and new japan are the two top contenders impact is there too but i I wouldn't see them selling out the garden not right now but an impact has their niche fans there's people who only watch impact solely on the fact they don't want to watch wwe anymore that's impact's market roh and new japan fans that's more yeah and that's more for your you they want to see what the bullet club's gonna do yeah and you're and well in all honesty and you're re- just your wrestling fans want to watch that because they know they're going to see wrestling matches. Yeah, I mean, you know, E the Fed WWE puts on wrestling slash entertainment. Ring of like, Honor is wrestling, and New like Japan we, is wrestling. Like we've said a thousand times, we can watch New Japan. We don't know any of the storylines other than like Alpha Omega. Yeah, or you know. Jericho and Naido. But I mean, they have that's Jericho doing that. He's yeah. selling us the story. Or with Omega, of course, Omega helps because, you know, I mean, with Naido being Japanese, doesn't really speak English that well, I'm sure. So it's a little harder. But we don't have to know a storyline in that company because well, that's the wrestling because, is so good. That's because we are what we always refer to everyone else that does the same thing as us is we are the wrestling fans we watch our eyes go to those companies because of bullet club because of chris jericho because of the names that leave the fed and go there yeah and that's how they draw us and and you can guarantee they're drawing all the other wrestling fans to look at that there's people that stopped watching wrestling and watch wrestling again today because stuff like this because it's so big now wrestling is so it's getting bigger and it's becoming it's a it's a big resurgence in the last couple of years because of you know popularity of of everything out there you know and all the big names that get signed to WWE that brings them a lot of attention and all the guys yep. that leave there and go to other companies that gives them attention so it's everything's pretty much good for business right now in the wrestling world and you know people what... got stuff there's there's uh guys and Japan now that have their shirts in Hot Topic. Yep. Will Ospreay, Okada. It's all they got they have their shirts there now. So it's a pretty big deal. And and that's kind of what Joe Koff was saying yesterday. He was saying, you know, of course I want us to sell out, but I want them to sell out too because it's good for the business. Exactly. Exactly. And that's something that WWE won't say. They want to be the only one. They don't want to be the only dog in the yard to steal one of their phrases, but you know, and, and, and moving forward, I'm going to mention this before. Cause I think do we, we, you have one more news, one more thing, I think. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to, I was going to kind of play it off of extreme rules after we go through that. Okay. I was, cause what I was going to say was going off of extreme rules too. So let's run through the card real quick. All right. Um, do you have it pulled up or I have it pulled up? I, I mean, I have it pulled up, but go ahead. You you can go through it. I don't mind. I'll I'll well I'll do G one. Okay, so pre show uh, was Andrade Sin Almas defeating Sin Cara, and Sanity defeating the New Day. Which I was actually I was actually right about those two matches. But as was I, and I think you were too. Yeah, and uh, I didn't I did not see the pre show. Um, so I don't have anything really to say much about that. I, I was I think gr- I was grilling um, as usual. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like every, t- every time we talk, I'm like, oh, yeah, I was outside grilling yeah. um, since February. Um, 
you know, for a pre-show, it was actually pretty decent. It looked good. I mean, just the two matches that were on the pre-show were good, but this makes it, you know, five hours of wrestling, which is a little rough. Uh, Andrade and Sin Cara, there was a couple of spots that were, you know, botchy, but botch-esque. But it wasn't bad. I mean, and it, yeah. and, they, and most of it was on Sin Cara's part, and Andrade, you know, sold the hell out of it. So it made it look okay. Um, the Sandy New Day match. Uh, it's a table match. match. Yeah, and uh, it was really good. I mean, it was. I mean, in all honesty, I thought Sanity was just gonna kind of run rampant, but it it was a it was it was a better match than I thought they were gonna book. With so, I mean, eight minutes, but this is the show is called Extreme Rules. And there was a tape, one tables match on the pre-show. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody was in a shark cage, James Ellsworth. <laughs> uh, there was a steel cage match. Oh man! There was an extreme rules, one extreme rules match. Yeah, and it was the Raw Women's Title uh-huh. and an Iron Man match, which isn't an extreme rules no. match. So there was one extreme rules match, and it was nothing against the ladies, but it was a women's title match that went seven and a half minutes. That so, was the only Extreme Rules match. So if we're going to call it Extreme Rules, we should either do something about it or next year put put somebody in a shark cage every year and just go back to Bash, bash the Beach. Bring that. You know, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, that's something TNA had right was and still is Lockdown. If I don't know if they were still doing it or not. Lockdown was the mat, the ring was in a steel cage and then the last match was topped. So it was totally enclosed, and then the weapons were up top. Every match on the lockdown card was in a cage. And and, ext- and these themed pay-per-views, like Extreme Rules, I could see, like, every match should have had something, or, you know, maybe there's a singles match here and there, just a regular one, but there should be more interesting stuff to this. And, like, Hell in a Cell. I think two Hell in a Cell matches is good, but I think they should just ditch that pay-per-view because yeah. it's it shouldn't be named that because of one Hell in a Cell match. You know, bring back uh, – well, they're t- actually, and they're talking about bringing back Halloween Havoc and Starcade are the two names that are being tossed around a lot by some, uh... some sources said that that's what they're lo- – because they're getting rid of the October pay-per-view being Hell in a Cell, I think. You know, they... I, I saw that little bit on a link, and I just thought it was clickbait. So I didn't yeah. click it. So I didn't know. So you just told me news. Yeah, that's actually it was. Uh, I've seen it in a few places. Tossed around. They're thinking about. So. But I love Halloween Havoc. I'd be all for Starcade's a little different because that was WCW's WrestleMania. So does that extend? Does that extend WrestleMania season to four or five months? If you bring in Starcade, does that start the road to WrestleMania? Well, or... and then and then you, you throw in Starcade in December, and then you've got Survivor Series in November. So I mean, you really have that's a long, that's a but, big build hey, to WrestleMania. That's what we've been harping about. That's yeah, what we've been wanting. We yeah. we want that. Okay, why if you're gonna do one pay per view a month and have both brands on it, why are we throwing them away? Why are we putting on trash shows? Because this one to me was trash. Last month to me was trash. Yeah. Backlash to me was trash. That's three pay per views in a row that I have not enjoyed by any means. Not I would not. There... 
Not saying they weren't good matches. I'm just saying the, the overall show yeah. was garbage. Yeah. So, anyways, let me run through the card real quick, and we'll go bitch a bit more about this. So, show opened up with the B team, Bo Dallas and Curse Axel, defeating Matt and Bray for the tag team titles, which was surprising. But I am somewhat glad that Bo and Curtis finally got some belts because they're not doing a bad job. They're no, and I, you know this was the this was the hardest match for me to to predict because I could see it happening. I just did not see them winning, man. But they are also they do have some momentum behind them, and they like like I said, they do a good job. So yeah, the um, the B team deserves it. They just got T shirts on the shop. <laughs> yeah, so that's ago. why they got belts. You have to <laughs> sell some shirts. So well, and, uh, I mean, let's be honest, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt don't need belts. Nah, they're they're over. It's very over. But it's also, you know, the Woken thing hasn't really nothing special has happened. So it's also just kind of hanging. It's just there. we got we got the we got the one final deletion or ultimate deletion whatever it was called again, yeah. But and that was fantastic. That was still to to today. That's the best thing I've seen in WWE in a long time, as far yeah. as story goes. Uh, then we got Finn Balor defeated Baron Corbin, and what was you know a decent little match. Just yeah, a it was all right. It was all right. Finn Finn got a win, so I'm happy about that. Corbin Finnski got con- the winski. Corbin's constable thing reminds me a lot of Deacon Batista or uh, uh, Reverend Devon. Yeah, kind of kind of reminds me of that stuff, just because the constable thing. And just kind of to add to that, like I watched Raw last night for the first time ever, all the way through, and uh, it, it, he was whiny. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And it was like Stephanie's not gonna like this uh, in. Well, I, I'll save that for the women's match. Go ahead. Sorry. So after this was Carmella defeating Asuka with James Ellsworth in a shark cage. I have nothing to say about this because Asuka, um, they buried Asuka. Yeah, they buried her. But did you see James Ellsworth in the cage? Uh, bits and pieces. I actually just skipped this match. Okay, so he try, he's trying to get out of the cage, and they try to make it look like he has bandanas around his ankles. kind of like Rock and Roll Express-esque. Yeah. And he gets caught. But you can see the cable. <laughs> like the truss oh, no. cable through his pant leg. And then like his shirt starts coming up. His little zip-up hoodie is yeah. coming up. And you can see, like, I mean, plain as day, the uh, the, equip- the equipment. Like his, <sighs> his uh, truss gear. And it's just like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah, it's, it's and he keeps rough, trying man. to like because he's hanging upside down, and you know Ellsworth's doing the best he can. He's trying to pull his hoodie down so you can't see it, but yeah. it keeps coming up to like right under his titties. Yeah, <laughs> and you can see it. <laughs> it's just like, oh man, poor guy, just gets back, and now this kind of crap's happening. So yeah, I don't have any. I'm just mad about the situation Oscar got stuck in. Ever yeah, since Charlotte beat her, it hasn't been the same. Yeah. Uh, then we get Shinsuke Nakamura defeating Jeff Hardy for the U.S. title in six seconds. Yeah. I don't. Why would they do that? Jeff Hardy has uh, is he injured again? Yeah, he's got a back thing and some nerve damage. They're trying to give him time off. Good God, man! It's and all those Jeff, crazy bumps over the years, man. The cool thing about Jeff though is he does have his face paint back now, which I love that face paint. But how long, and... how long will it be before we see him back now? Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's, they're having a rematch tonight on SmackDown. I don't know if you saw that, but it's... But it is said that he's taking time off. 
Yeah. Ugh, man, he was just gone. Yeah. He mi- I mean, he missed everything. Yeah. It sucks, because I, I looked forward to Jeff on SmackDown, and now we got... That's why Randy Orton's back. Yep. To replace Jeff. And so. Randy Orton as a heel. Yeah, that's kind of cool, but... I'm okay if, with that. I wonder if they do Shinsuke and Randy heel versus heel now. That's Yeah, they'll probably turn Shinsuke now. Again. He's, <laughs> he's going to be like... He's going to be like Mr. America or something. Yeah. 2.0. Uh, so then Kevin Owens defeated Braun by escaping the cage only because Braun threw him off the top of the cage, which was a cool bump. Cool spot, but you could clearly see the bump mat under the commentary table. Yeah, there was. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Ugh. The match, I mean, that was pretty much all that stood out. Hey, man, Matt or not, though, that shit hurts. Yeah, because he lands on the table. You land on the table before you hit that mat. That yeah. mat's just there to make sure in, ca- in case you miss the table. <laughs> so he hit the table, so it sucked. Yeah. You probably um, wish you had hit the mat in the end. Yeah, but, uh, man, Kevin Owens is probably one of the best professional wrestlers in the WWE right now. Yeah, he definitely is, because he, he can do anything. They can be like, hey, you're doing this, and he's like, okay, I can do it. Thumbs up, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll make it look good, boss. He's one that hasn't been totally crapped on coming from NXT, but I mean, most he actually had a title run, you know. But most people all got pretty much crapped on. Well, so you know, and I think we're in the minority on that because a lot of people still say he's getting crapped on. But okay, there's two belts, one on each brand, which I mean, surprisingly, there is a world title on Raw. We just don't see it, like John yeah. Cena, but. So, okay, so what do you want to do? Put the Intercontinental title on Kevin Owens? What does that do for him? He's a main event star. Yeah, he is a main eventer. And he already had the Universal. And you look at the four names that have had the Universal title. But, I mean, uh, not that not that Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler aren't main event stars, but you can only have so many people in the main event picture at that time. Granted, Raw showed you different last night, but... You know, I am actually glad that the 30-minute Iron Man match did main event the show. That did make sense. Somewhere. It did. It was great. Because um, that was a top title, so. Anyway. Well, other than AJ versus Rusev for the WWE. Oh, yeah, AJ. that's right. Yeah, wow, I actually forgot about AJ. That's that's how it's been, how I've been feeling about AJ lately, is that they, it's just, SmackDown is just a boring thing right now. Yeah. It's all boring. Uh, Bludgeon Brothers defeated Team Hell No. I guess this was because Kane got hurt before yeah. the show or something. Well, he's got he's he's got a nagging ankle foot thing going on. So they so tried they went to, ahead and yeah they tried yeah. to play the angle like the Bludgeon Brothers jacked his foot up. Um, so he this come, was a like a nostalgia trip just from a few years ago. Yeah, basically, so, that's all this was. So Kane comes out like almost like halfway. Three three fourths of the way into the match, um, and of course they still lose. But it 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 gives Daniel Bryan that hope that they can win the tag titles. Yeah, I I see the Bludgeon Brothers. Whoever the Bludgeon Brothers face at SummerSlam, that's probably who they drop the belts to, or the show after. Because I don't know. I guess they're they're high on those guys, which they're not terrible. But it's one of those. It's that gimmick that Vince likes, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, they're huge, and they got a gimmick, and they're monsters. Look at it. Yeah. yeah. I just want to see Luke Harper on his own. 
Yeah, that, I like that, him as a singles guy. That run he had towards the end before he got hurt was amazing. Yeah. Intercontinental title, you know. He was I liked it. Almost a uh, WWE title. Yep. Uh so then we got Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns, which I gotta say, man, I might be the bad guy here, but it wasn't a terrible match. I'm agreeing, man, for once. It was, it, it was actually a it was actually a decent match. It went about fifteen minutes, just under fifteen minutes, and they did, you know, Roman didn't do the same stuff over and over again, and Lashley looked good. You know, they they beat the hell out of each other, and it was it was pretty pretty decent. But I see, I see there being some kind of second match and a rubber match just to get Roman to, you know, put him over. Well, and, I'm surprised he lost. And speaking of Raw last night, they had two triple threat matches. I read that yeah. Roman wins the first one, and Bobby Lashley won the main event. So now next mm. week we get Bobby Lashley versus Roman Reigns on Raw. The number one contenders match. I think it's number one contenders. It is. And then there's uh, somebody, the article I read about it said that, you know, they could do the double count out or double DQ. So that way it's a triple threat at yeah. SummerSlam. But That's I, probably I'm, what's going to happen. I'm hoping Braun's cashing in at SummerSlam and winning. That's kind of what I'm hoping for. But with that said, I'll take that piece of news I've seen. It was actually the Barclays Center tweeted, so this is official, that uh, Brock is set to appear uh, August 20th Raw after SummerSlam. Right. So that is because they said that, you know, it's been speculated that SummerSlam was his last, the last bit on his contract. But I, I'm hoping that Raw, him being there, is just a – Pretty much get the na 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 hey hey goodbye. Yeah, or basically to tell you know WWE to suck it or something. You know, something. I'm like I'm that. hoping. Yeah, exactly. I'm hoping that's what it is. And I'm, I'm hoping, hoping he shoots. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. But how are you going to shoot on a company like bad that just paid you? They've been paying you a ridiculous. You're the top. Pay, he's the top paid guy in WWE next to Cena, or they're right next to each other, I guess. Yeah, but now he's going to UFC. Yeah. So, so he might just crap on it, but yeah, that is that was a Barclays Center tweeted that. So we'll see what's going to happen. But I'm hoping I'm I just really saying, hope he drops the belt for our show's sake. I hope he shoots on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It'll give us something to. It'll give us a, give us something to shoot on. Yeah. So, anyways, Lashley beat Roman Reigns. That was surprising. Alexa Bliss, the only Extreme Rules match for the women's title, Raw women's title. Alexa Bliss defeated Nia Jax. Whoop de doo. Not really interested. Ronda's in the front row. Alexa Bliss goes after with a kendo stick. That's the first match announced for SummerSlam. And it is and official Ronda. as of last night because Ronda shows up. And uh, this is that Baron Corbin, Kurt Angle spot. I was talking about how Stephanie was going to be upset. But Stephanie's not going to like this. Stephanie's not going to like this. Um, so, yeah, Kurt Angle makes it official. Because Rhonda just, I mean, and the way she takes Alexa Bliss down, like, find the highlight of that from last night, some point today, <laughs> Levi. And, uh, I mean, and she watched that. Oh my God, dude. Rhonda literally could rip Alexa Bliss's arm off. Yeah. She's, I mean, she's small, man. Yeah. But, but I, I like mean, Alexa. God, she's good. Rhonda is Trish, just dude. so, yeah, she is. But Rhonda's just so quick. <clears throat> yeah. Anyways, that's all I have to say. Uh, so after that was AJ Styles defeated Rusev 
for the WWE title. And you know what? This would be one of the matches on the card that if I had chose the stipulations for these matches, this would actually just be a regular singles like it was yeah. because it's the first of if they're doing a rivalry. But I think this is kind of a one-off. Here. Yeah, I think it was it, just something to do before SummerSlam. Yeah, and just kind of give Rusev a little rub. Yeah, and it was a it was a fairly good match. I'd say this is probably this and Lashley and Roman and the Iron Man match were the probably the three best matches of the night, man. Oh yeah, no question about it. And it's crazy that Lashley and Roman did that, but I'm I'm I think that had you know, I think that had to do with the competitiveness and that they're both are kind of competing for the top spot. Not only they they told the story that they're both competing for that top spot. They actually did a good job of that. But anyways, uh, AJ and Rusev, I thought I thought it was a decent match. I actually watched that this morning, so it's kind of fresh on my mind. But it, a lot of AJ's matches lately, I don't know if it's got to do with him being 40-plus now, but his matches have slowed down a lot. And I don't know if that's WWE or age or what. But I, he, uh, I honestly think it's WWE slowing him down. Yeah, because, you know, he was late 30s and – Japan and going crazy and Ring of Honor, so and, and so I think that's what it is, and they don't want him to, because if AJ looks the best with that title, it makes Brock look like crap, and they don't want that to happen. Nope. So, but I thought it was a good match. You know, yeah. if you're if you're watching Extreme Rules, it's uh, definitely worth not skipping this one. Uh, and I don't know what AJ is going to do at SummerSlam. Honestly, I thought it was going to be Jeff before we both did. News. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, and then you get Dolph Ziggler defeating Seth Rollins in a 30-minute Ironman match <laughs> for the Intercontinental title, which it went 4-4, and then Kurt Angle comes out and says, it's sudden death. Like, okay, dude, come on. <laughs> it's not Brett and Sean here. Let's not, oh, let's not get carried away. but they were trying, weren't they? They were really, really <laughs> trying and that's what i was gonna say because you know <laughs> our comparisons of Dolph and drew mcintyre to sean and diesel and yeah then, it's and then you put in a great wrestler like seth rollins who has had a little heat from bret hart so Dolph's your sean and seth rollins who bret hart doesn't like is your bret hart in this situation yeah that's exactly what it was man that's exactly that's exactly what it was so i thought it was a good i thought it was a good match but they could have done a lot better especially for 30 minutes and but it's it was totally brett trying to be half of what brett and sean was and it you know i guess it it was in a way but to me dude i think seth is probably the best wrestler in wwe right now next to if they let if and i'm only saying he's the best because if they let aj be the best he's the best but next to aj seth's the best wrestler in wwe but that's There's no another, doubt about it. That's another reason why they're not letting AJ off that leash. Yeah, because he will they be They don't want him than... to be the best because they didn't build him. Yep, that's exactly. He's not a homegrown star. He's not a guy who's – he's not a WWE original. He's a TNA original. They don't want that. Well, and, and if you really think about it, Seth Rollins isn't a WWE original either. But his name no. is. AJ's using his name. He's used his whole career. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's that in lies the difference. Yeah. So just one thing I wanted to mention and you know I'm sure some people might get upset over this, but 
Here's my thing. If you're going to do the countdowns and be annoying at shows, don't go. Yeah. That would, it ruined the match. It did. It did. Because it was, it's like they were that bored during what should have been the highlight of the show that they started in their countdown. They're even doing the, "Eh," you know, it's like, come on, man. Why pay for tickets if you're going to come be a douche? Yeah, if you want to be a douchebag, you want to bitch, you want to have an opinion, you want to have your opinion heard, do what we did and start a freaking podcast. Don't ruin the show for people watching at home because you're an asshole. Yeah, That's what those people (laughs) were. They were freaking assholes. Yeah, it was pretty stupid that, like... Like, I mean, okay, so the 12-year-old kids in the crowd can't have fun because adult men want to be assholes about it. Yeah. I'll say it again, asshole. <laughs> so, I mean, I thought Extreme Rules wasn't a ter. I think it was probably better than Money in the Bank. Maybe. You know, going back through it with you, it, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. It was not I, as bad as Backlash. Nothing was as bad as Backlash. And Money in the Bank, I think it's a little better than. Backlash was the worst pay-per-view I probably might have ever seen. That's one of the worst I've seen in a long, long time. That was back- like watching a WCW pay-per-view from... The either the NWO at the peak where it was like dying or like 2000s. Backlash like, was, was like watching NWO sold out. Yes. <laughs> yes. The one where they ride in on garbage trucks. Yeah. Yes. It was like watching that. And it, I love watching that pay-per-view, but it was awful. <laughs> it was terrible. I mean, it was all, you know, looking back in retrospect, it's WCW was like we, I think we said it last week that, the cruiserweights dominated the show. The mid card was good, and the main event sucked always. Yep. So, anyways, uh, before we get off the topic of WWE and you kind of run through G one, I did want to mention that uh, it was announced that War Games will return in November for NXT. Saw that. So that's cool. Pumped! I love yep. War Games. Always liked War Games. That was my first non WWF VHS as a kid. Was War Games. Great American Bash War Games from 87, I think. Wow. And it was Luger, uh, the Road Warriors. Oh, gosh. But they were all against Four Horsemen and J.J. Dillon. We, I've we're going to have to do before. War Games this year. Yeah, we, we should probably do that. Um, we need to start thinking about when we're going to do SummerSlam, too. But because I, I don't I don't care what Bruce and Conrad are doing for SummerSlam month, but we're doing SummerSlam. I don't care if it's the same year and the same week. Yeah, I, we got to do SummerSlams. Because that's what kind of killed the King of the Ring and then the Bash the Beach, too. Because I wanted to do Bash the Beach, but they were doing all the ones that we were going to do or we had in the poll. So that kind of crushed that. But SummerSlam, SummerSlam, forget it. I don't care. We're doing yeah. it anyways. SummerSlam is one of my favorites, man. There's a lot, I have a lot of favorites. You yeah. know, SummerSlam 98. I'm still looking for that VHS and the mail pops. <laughs> SummerSlam 95. King Mabel and Diesel. Uh, oh, Can we not do that one? <laughs> I would only want to do the ladder match, really. Yeah, Sean and Razor. Yeah. Uh, 96, I know we both want to do. 98, yeah. we both want to do. 99 was 97. good. 97 was good. Um, 02 is one of my favorite SummerSlam. Of course, because it's 02, but it was, that's a good card, man. Yeah, it was good. That was that was Sean and Triple H, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, there was there was a lot of good matches. Ray and uh, Kurt open up the show and just kill it. Yeah, Jericho and Jericho and Flair. 
There oh, was a lot of good a, ones That was a there. good match, actually. Yeah, it was a good card, period. Yeah. I think it was like Test and Undertaker. That was kind of the that was the weird one. That was the stinker, yeah. That, but it was all right, you know. That was the so. Pootski of the night. Pootski. Pootski. All, all right, right. Let's, let's blaze through G1. I got to get right. to work here soon. I hate to say that on air, but, you know. It's true. They know. It's life. It's life. It's true. It's damn true. All right, so G1 nights one through three. I'm just going to go through the tournament matches. Obviously, you can find all this information online. But if you like hearing us talk about it, here you go. Okay, so a this is night one. A block matches or the tournament matches. The B block is in, obviously, all the tag matches because that's what they do. And then they rotate. Um, Makabe defeated Yoshihashi. Hangman defeated Bad Luck Fale via DQ. Michael Elgin defeated Evil. Uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi defeated Suzuki. Jay White defeated Okada. Surprise of the night. Yeah. All right, so that's night one. Well, I'll run through it all, and then I'll let you, if you want to kind of elaborate on what you think, because you really haven't got to see much of this. Um, No. Night two, tournament matches, B-Block. Ishii defeated Yano. Uh, Tamatanga defeated Juice Robinson. Goto defeated Sonata. Ibushi defeated Zack Sabre Jr. Surprise. (laughs) Kenny Omega defeated Naito in a great match. Omega and Naito always tear the house down, but this was a really, really good match. Is it better than last year's final? Uh, That I don't know. But as far as the finish of this match, they really made it feel like a 25-minute match was an hour, and in a good way. Yeah. All right, so night three, real quick. The tournament match is A-block. Michael Elgin defeated Hangman Page, and I'm not a fan of that, but okay. Evil defeated Yoshihashi. People notice a healthy smile, but maybe you have tooth sensitivity, bleeding gums, or acid-weakened enamel. Sensodyne, Paradontax, and Pronamel are trusted specialty toothpastes created to help improve your oral health. For tooth sensitivity, choose Sensodyne. Bleeding gums, get Paradontax. For acid-weakened enamel, Pronamel is the toothpaste for you. Sensodyne, Paradontax, and Pronamel. Trusted specialty toothpaste to help bring home your healthy smile. Visit Ibotta to earn cash back. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Makabe defeated Suzuki. Bad Luck Fale defeated Okada. Whoa. Jay White defeated Tanahashi. What's up with Okada, man? <laughs> I don't know, dude. This whole new gimmick thing he's got going on. He's got like red hair. He's got different pants. He doesn't know. It's like he's going through like a uh, biker undertaker face. <laughs> yeah, he's the big, he's big evil right now. Yeah, like he doesn't know what to do with himself. Yeah. Um, but obviously, as I just deleted that crap. There goes my uh, point system. Um, I could probably pull it back up. Real I, quick. I mean, that's a. It's there's a lot of matches I was looking forward to in the first bit, but a lot of the later matches are the ones I'm really looking forward to because there's some big. You know, like I said earlier, it's like G1's cool because it's all like it's a ton of dream matches. Yeah, every like every week and 
it's pretty awesome. So um, I usually t- I'll usually kind of catch up at the end or like here soon I'll catch up, but uh, I haven't had a lot of time to watch New Japan here lately. So, but I'm gonna catch up with the the G1. But was Okada, it, yeah, was, that's interesting. Was that the biggest surprise? Okada starting off O two. Yeah, yeah, it's very it's very odd. You know, he comes, he gets, he loses the belt, and then he just kind of goes downhill. Which I'm sure they're, you know, they're doing it on purpose. They're not. It's not that they don't care. It's they're probably building him back up to be a be better than ever or something. But remember, so. but do you remember when I was talking about that? How what is okay? So what is he going to do if he does lose the belt? Is he going to start from the bottom? Yeah, I said that, and it's Maybe that's it what it's looking like they're going to do. So now we've got a stooge in New Japan listening to the podcast, stealing our ideas. Yeah, we always got some stooges going on because <laughs> we have the best ideas. Yeah. All right. So here's the points as of night three or after night three, because they kind of did the whole Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then they're not doing anything till Thursday. So Jay White is. Uh, a top block A, four points. Michael Elgin, four points. Makabe, four points. Tanahashi, two points. Hangman, two points. Evil, two points. Bad Luck, Fale, two points. Okada, zero points. Wow. It's weird when you hear it like that, for sure. Yeah. Suzuki, zero points. Yoshihashi, zero points. Okay. Block B, Kenny Omega, two points. Tamatanga, two points. Ishii, two points. Ibushi, two points. Goto, Two points. Naito, zero points. Zack Sabre Jr., zero points. Sonata, zero points. Juice Robinson, zero points. Yano, zero points. And that's all since BU is just one night. That's one loss, one win, one loss. On yeah, those, for, so. for B. So B will kick off uh, Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. yeah. And A will be in the tag matches. Well, if I can't sleep Thursday night, I'll be up watching it. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably recap it in the morning or something. I'm try to. I'll try to get catch up at some point this week later on, but you never know. Work schedules and fun stuff. It's so, tough, man. It is. Well, I'm I'm good. If you if you have anything else, the only other things I have is I need to let everybody know to go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash heels and quads. <laughs> To support the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast, pick up all five shirt designs, load up your cart, have a good time, wear our clothes, walk around, brag about it, tell them we're the best podcast out there, tell them we're the worst podcast out there, tell your friends, tell your enemies, but make sure to go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads to support the show. You can also support the show by going to CollarNobobrand.com and Zubas.com. And both of those websites use coupon code Heels and Quads in all caps at checkout. And at CollarNobo, you save 10%. And at Zubas, you save 15%. That's collarandelbowbrand.com using coupon code Heels and Quads in all caps at checkout to save 10% on your order. And Zubas.com to save 15% on your order when you use coupon code Heels and Quads in all caps at checkout. You want to take a breath? I am right now. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and of course, while you're doing that, picking up all your t shirts and your pants from Zubas, go to heroes.ny.com. Pick up all the Mattel action figures, all the Funko Pops you need, all the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and of course, NECA. And while you're at it, if you're in the New York or Tri-State area, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, Maine, Rhode Island, anywhere where you can hop a plane, train, or an automobile and get to upstate New York, you can go to all the meet and greets they have. Like I said earlier, they had Corey Graves this past weekend. 
And of course, like I like I always say, Sunday, August twenty sixth, <laughs> the Young Bucks, Marty and Hangman will be there. One hundred and sixty eight bucks. You meet all four picture autograph. Uh, you get the limited edition print. You get the limited edition Bullet Club T-shirt, and an experience of a lifetime. So go to heroeshideoutny.com. Use code QUADS to save you ten percent on your order. Heroes Hideout is your new access to entertainment. Men, 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 men. All right. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed this episode. It's been a pretty good discussion today, man. We talked about yeah, a lot of stuff. Dude, we haven't done a discussion in so long, and it was nice to not have to review a yeah. current show yeah, move man. for move. I think from here on out, when we do when I do reviews, I'm not going to do the move for move. I'm going to pretty much just put my thoughts on the matches and not have to, you know, unless put spots it, and thoughts. Unless it's like, I think the two shows we should go like really in detail, Wrestle Kingdom and WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. Because those are, you know, it's a big season. So that works. But anyways, uh, we'll be talking back with you guys tomorrow morning. Same schedule tomorrow morning. Yeah, we'll see. We'll talk about it. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. So I'm Tommy at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Heels and Quads. And follow Levi. Levi at Levi D's into on Twitter and make sure you tell your friends. Tell your enemies. And we'll talk to you next time. Oh my. Oh my goodness. Bye. All right, and welcome back to the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. It's me, Solo, Tommy, Levi's, of course, at work, as he usually is on a Tuesday afternoon, but joining me... And you're not working, Tommy? You don't have a job? What are you doing? (laughs) Well, like you, I am a bartender, so I work on the weekends, and I work... 14-hour days, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I won't mention where I bartend because... That's probably a good idea. It's a corporate chain, and they don't like cursing. So I will stay away from that. But joining me today is the host of 10 Pounds of Podcast, which, of course, if you didn't know, is all about the NWA. He is on Twitter at Adam underscore Rotella. Adam Rotella from the 10 Pounds of Podcast. Welcome, sir. Hey, Tommy, how's it going today, my man? I got to say, right off the bat, I'm a little bit nervous to be talking to you today. This is the, uh, this is the first time I'm doing a, 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 what the hell do you call this? A podcast spot? I have no idea. A guest interview spot, I believe, yeah. is what they call it, as you call mainstream wrestling media. Well, yes, I am. I am very frightened to be talking to a member of the mainstream wrestling media. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know how you're going to distort my words or anything, but uh, it's, very, it's very nice of you to have me on, Tommy. Thank you so much. Hey, man, I, I appreciate you agreeing to do this because we had some rumblings on Twitter about people wanting you on the show and your, <laughs> your internet wife if you will. Yes. In my best Dusty Roads, if you will, uh, <laughs> gave us a shout out after we had Mrs. Matt on the show. And yes. I reached out to her about you guys doing something and it turned into a to an interview. This is fantastic, man. I mean, uh, anything that I can do to help you out. I'm actually looking at your page right now. Which one of these uh, handsome gentlemen happens to be you, the left or the right? Uh, on Twitter, the profile picture? Yes, sir. I am the right. I am the one holding the ice cold gimmick. 
All right. Well, it looks like you're the more respectable one, so I'm happy to be talking <laughs> to you today. I'm the one with the really nice beard. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Absolutely. And speaking of facial hair, you have one of the greatest mustache in the history of wrestling podcasts. <laughs> well, you know what, Tommy? If there's, if there's one reason for your listeners to check out my show, it is my mustache. So thank you very much for putting that over. <laughs> I love your YouTube channel, man. And also Haley's as well. Uh, I've been checking you guys out ever since we got that mention on her show. But in the, in the uh, long run there, I became a fan of yours as well. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. Well, you know, doing the show is, uh, I've definitely pivoted a couple times into what I was doing. And this is, uh, I've been doing something for about eight months right now, and I'm just starting to hit my stride. So you asking me to do this today is really lining up with a lot of the goals that I have. So once again, man, thank you so much. No problem, man. No, no reason at all to thank me because we are both Anchor brothers, of course. Anchor is so easy, right? It is so easy. Uh, at first, we started in November. November 27th was our first episode. And we had so much trouble just because, I mean, we're tech guys too. But just trying to figure out, like you said, hit your stride. We're just now starting to get there too. We're just now starting to find our voice. Um, mm -hmm. And I watched your episode from this past weekend right before we started. That's actually why I said I have to get ready because I was watching your <laughs> most current episode just to get a feel uh, more so what you're talking about now. So I wanted to ask you, why the NWA? Why have a podcast solely on the NWA? Um, and and uh, yeah, roll with that. You got it, Tommy. Uh, so... Why the NWA? Um, many, many months ago, um, I was, you know, listening to a, a Wade Keller podcast. And this is before uh, William Patrick Corgan bought the brand or anything like that. And um, I heard that they, I heard that uh, William Patrick Corgan, also known as Billy Corgan, to all you uh, mainstreamers out there, uh, he, uh, he bought the, the NWA. And then I started to listen to his philosophy a little bit. I started to listen to David Lagana's philosophy. And the reason I started this is I'm trying to achieve a, a lifelong goal of working inside the wrestling business by using YouTube, by using social media. And I got to say, man, uh, we have started at zero knowledge of social media. I mean, I didn't even know what the hell a Twitter was nine <laughs> months ago, Tommy. I mean, I, 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 I seriously had no idea what I was doing. Uh, I let's just start at the way beginning, shall we? Yeah, Is that okay yeah, with you, my man? Yeah. Okay, so You've like got probably, all the time you want, my friend. <laughs> so probably like nine months ago, I reached out to Conrad Thompson, and of course, all of us know Conrad. If you're listening to any of these podcasts, you have to know who Conrad is. He's the so, Godfather. He's the man. So I reached out to Conrad through his work email, and this is a dude that had no idea who I was. He had no idea what I was about, but he took some time, and he gave me some information on who to listen to. Like, I don't know if you've ever listened to uh, Gary, Vay uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh-huh, yeah. Our so, friend uh, Derek Sharp from Curtain Jerker Designs actually turned me on to him. Man, he's, a, I, he's a big supporter of his. So. The best, the best. So Conrad pointed me in his direction, so I started listening to a little bit of Gary V, and then I got, uh, started writing letters to David Lagana. I mean, look at this, man. I'm a dude writing this guy emails, and he's living in the content world. I was, like, living in 2000 compared to what he's doing right now. 
So I'm trying to write letters. I'm, I'm trying to get in contact with Mr. Lagana. Like, hey, man, what can I do to work for the NWA? At the time, I was a, ret uh, a retail store manager. So I thought in my head, hey, man, maybe I can be like your merch director. I can be your live merch guy. I wasn't looking for an on-camera role whatsoever. And then David Lagana also pointed me in the direction of Gary V. And then through Gary Vaynerchuk, I found out like, hey, it's possible. It's extremely possible if you work hard and you put in the time and you put in the effort to achieve your goal through social media. And that's what we're smack dab in the middle of right now, my friend. And, and we're the same way. I mean, you know, we started with an idea uh, three or four years ago. And then we're like, hey, one day we just decided, hey, let's check this out. Let's check this Anchor app out. Let's see where it can take us. Mm -hmm. And not only that, like you said, social media. Twitter is amazing as far as the wrestling world goes that is absolutely the, that is the main outlet to get anything out into the world of wrestling is twitter i mean yeah man it's crazy I, I i've had conversations with the vice president of the nwa through twitter how 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 was that going to be possible 10 years ago you know what i mean man right and that's the same way that's how we get all of our interviews is through the power of twitter i mean it's just crazy and to think that i mean you know, you say mainstream wrestling media, but by no sure. means are we that. But I mean, it's amazing. Well, hey, hey there, Tommy. Everyone but me is the mainstream wrestling media. <laughs> let's 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 put that down right now. Let's 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 put that in writing right now at the moment. And you know, a lot of people out there they might be wondering what the hell is this guy even talking about? And uh, the best way that I could put it is, you guys just got to watch the show. I I I, I approach. 10 pounds of podcasts like no other wrestling podcasts out there. I try to be different. I try to be a little bit out there. I talk conspiracy theories and I talk wrestling. So right up Billy Corgan's Avenue, my man. That's right, man. And we just had Flip Gordon on last week to kind of roll into the NWA uh, title scene. And uh, we actually talked a little flat earth conspiracy with him last week and plan on doing a part two, all conspiracy theories with Flip Gordon coming up hopefully soon. Dude, that sounds fantastic. When I'm done with you right now, I'll actually go and check out that episode and I'll tell all 10 people that watch my show to go check that out as well. <laughs> so, man, uh, I mean, tell us more about your show. Tell us more about your your whole gimmick is hashtag live your gimmick. <laughs> yeah. And I love that philosophy because I'm the hashtag ice cold gimmick, which I only drink beer out of a can because I'm a can man and there's nothing uh -huh. wrong with that. And Levi is the hashtag vape gimmick because he lives that vape lifestyle. Sure, sure. So tell, tell us more about your gimmick. Well, I guess the best way to put it is um, when it comes to living my gimmick, I, I, I want to try to apply that to anything in life, right? Like if, what, what do you love to do in life that's your gimmick. So I love talking about wrestling right now. I might not know everything about the history of wrestling, but I definitely am so passionate about wrestling. And I have a very, let's just say, unique, perhaps, personality that yeah. uh, when, I, when I do talk about wrestling, I use weird pictures when I talk about, like, what, what, let, let's say when I, when I talk about our champion, Nick Aldis, I use a picture that he posted on Instagram of him on 4th of July, and he's got a, a fanny pack on. He's wearing uh, 
American flag shorts. And, you know, I'm, I'm, he looks great in the picture, but I'm also having fun with it. And uh, when, when I talk about Billy Corgan, I use a picture of him standing in front of a clown painting. So it's kind of comedy, wrestling, philosophy, life. It's like a, a, it's, it's, it's a living journal where I, where I happen to talk about the NWA. And, you, and also, as you can see on your YouTube channel and all the episodes, you have that red phone that is reserved That's for one right. William Patrick Corgan. Absolutely, sir. I mean, doesn't, I mean, the, 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 the props really make my show, I feel. When I, when I travel, I bring my gimmicks with me. Like, I was just in Lake Tahoe, and I brought a phone, I brought my pencils, I brought my nameplate. I don't know what I'm going to do for all in. I've never went on a plane with a, with a fake phone before. I'm gonna, <laughs> it's going to be very interesting to see how TSA looks at me about that. But yeah, I got a red phone that has reserved for William Patrick Corgan. Because let's think about it, man. The NWA, I might not have all of their attention right now, but I at least have maybe 5% of their attention. And I think the stuff that I'm setting up for the future would be really, really fun to have be a part of the NWA. And I think it's nice to be able to focus on one thing. See, we try to do a little bit of everything. And of course, with All In now, with the Nick Aldis, or is it Flip, mm-hmm. versus Cody at mm-hmm. All In for the world title, the world title, because in my opinion, the NWA title will always be the world title. I like this guy. Yeah. But... I mean, what do you see happening this weekend? Do you see Flip flipping the script and getting booked? Or do you think Nick Aldis retains and moves on into All In? Sure. Well, the, the first part of your question about the uh, just covering one subject, Tommy, is I think really, really fun to do. Because then I actually do have a niche of people that I can talk to. And then having that niche of people will help me grow my audience even bigger and even faster since I am just talking about that one thing. And I mean, quite honestly, man, the NWA, in my opinion, is the biggest baby face out there in wrestling right now. I mean, I don't know about you, Tommy, but I want the NWA to succeed. When's the last time you wanted a company to succeed? I can't tell you the last time. But exactly. I, I, I exactly. I agree with you. Exactly, man. that company to succeed. I think Billy Corgan or William Patrick Corgan, as you refer to Thank him. Thank you, as. sir. Proper names, please. <laughs> yes. And uh, I, I, I mean, even when he was involved with Impact, I wanted him to turn that company around, obviously, for reasons unbeknownst to us or some beknownst to us. Yes. We, uh, we didn't get to see that. But with him now purchasing the NWA or running the NWA or however you want to see that, it's it's a opportunity for a former, well, I guess he's still a fan, but mm-hmm. a fan who has a name on his own to succeed and take a company and run with it. And hopefully it succeeds because we need competition in the professional wrestling business. Absolutely. We don't want just one thing shoved down our throat. It's, it's not what a fan, a true fan of professional wrestling doesn't want walmart mattel barbie disney exactly man exactly i i have people all the time asking me like well what do you feel about the wwe and this and that and that and and i I always say to them it's like you can vote with what you like with your fingertips right now like you have the power to put whatever you want into your consciousness 
You're not forced to watch the WWE, my friends. There's no one out there holding a gun to your head. There's so much more wrestling to see. And I think that this all-in show is just the beginning of what I'm calling the wrestling coup d'etat. Uh, there's going to be a giant change, a giant wave in wrestling coming, and all-in is just the start of it. And, of course, for those of you who do not know already, this might be your first time listening to us due to Adam coming on the show. But we will be at All In. We will be at StarCast. We are featured on Podcast Row Friday. All day we will be there. Adam, you're going to be at All In, right? Yeah, man. I'm going to be there shaking hands, kissing babies. I don't got a, uh, a fancy booth like you guys, but I'm also not at that level just yet of my podcast. But I, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be having a good time, and I'll probably buy you a beer if you want one, my man. Hey, man, and, and that, that goes both ways. And, <laughs> and you are more than welcome to come sit at our booth anytime on Friday and hang out with us and shoot the, shoot the shit, shoot Hell the proverbial yeah, shit. And uh, so, so going back to what I was talking about, yes, we kind of went that. off the wall. No, we both did. So what's your, what's your idea, or how would you book this coming weekend, Nick Aldis versus Flip Gordon? Well, you know, man, the, the, the amount of time and the amount of effort that Nick Aldis has put in to the NWA, I mean, let's just start with that right now. The guy is bootstrapping it. He's, he's, he's been on this Aldis crusade for the last two months. He just defended the NWA title in Australia. That's four continents that the NWA has defended their title in in just the last two months right now. So there's no way, there is no way that I'm going to be okay with uh, Nick Aldis not going to all in. If if Flip Gordon and his uh, flat earth conspiracy, which happens to be true, if this guy wins, uh, I'm going to be very upset because not only do I want to see Nick Aldis succeed at all in against Cody Rhodes, I want to see him carry that title all the way from when he first started. Because, I mean, let's let's face it, folks. Nobody knew what the NWA was going to be eight months ago, and now it's what everyone is talking about. So to have Nick Aldis come all this way and then not carry it the rest of the way to All In, that's going to make me a very sad little boy, Tommy. <laughs> Do you see them swerving us, maybe? And maybe it comes to a draw or there's a disqualification, and maybe that's how Flip gets booked by not winning the NWA title, but it becomes maybe a triple threat match at All In. You know what, if it's, even if it is a triple threat match, that's something that I personally am not interested in seeing. I think the, 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 the storyline of, of Flip not getting booked is a great storyline anyways. I mean, we, we, we see it all the time with, with WrestleManias, right? It's a 12-hour-long it's a show. <laughs> I, I, think it's good, I, I think it's good that not everyone gets booked on shows. I think, it shows uh, I think it shows that entrepreneurial spirit that the person has to have. And I'm not saying that Flip Gordon isn't a great wrestler. All I'm saying is not everyone can be booked for every show. I agree. And, I mean, I have my own thoughts and how I think they may book this I can't I don't want to say anything because I don't want maybe somebody to hear it and think sure. that I ruined the show where I had an in on what was going to happen but I think that Nick Aldis will retain this weekend I think that it will be Nick Aldis and Cody at all in but I still think Flip will be there in some capacity 
Well, yeah, they, they got to do something for the guy. I mean, if anything, he'll probably do a run-in, you know? I mean, th- this has been such a long storyline building up to this. I mean, the dude's got T-shirts that say book him before Cody, right? <laughs> I mean, if, 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 if they're just trying to sell gimmicks, I love it. I mean, I love capitalism. But, I mean, I'm sure the guy is going to also be in the show. And that's what we're all about. We're all about selling that merch. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash heels and quads. Pick up one <laughs> of five designs. I love it. You have five designs? Five designs. And how many shirts have you sold so far, Tommy? More than enough to keep the show going. <laughs> More than enough to keep that, that canned beer gimmick going, right? That's right. And I don't, I don't have to drink Keystone or Bush Light. <laughs> hey, man, I think that's living the dream for a lot of young Americans out there. The American dream, baby. That's right. <laughs> so, I mean, go back into the lineage of the NWA on that n- ter- terrible Dusty Rhodes impression. <laughs> but do you, who do you think was the greatest NWA world champion of all time? Who do you think is, when you see that belt, that globe, that dome globe, who do you think of? Well, obviously, the, the brain immediately goes to Ric Flair, right? There's, there's no one bigger. There's no one better. There's no one brighter. And that's th- not just Ric Flair, but Ric Flair in his heyday, Ric Flair in his youth, Ric Flair with that hair. Good Lord Almighty. The so Flair pretty. hair. The Flair hair, man. Like, I'm, I'm talking when women actually went to wrestling shows. That's what I'm talking about. Like, you look at the front rows today, and it's all dudes. It's, it's all guys our age. It, yeah. It's all dudes that look like us, too. <laughs> Facial hair. Every yeah. seat. <laughs> Every single seat, someone has a beard. So I, I, I look back to that day when, you know, men wore suits and men carried that championship with pride. And that's what I love. And that's also what I love about uh, our champion right now, Nick Aldis. This dude looks great in a suit. He also knows how to tie that double wins or not, which, Jesus, I don't know if you know how to do that, but I, I sure do. don't. <laughs> You're a bigger I, man than I, Tommy. I actually learned because I worked in a, at a country club and we had to wear ties to work. So, and that's actually where I met Levi. We worked together. And I actually learned how to tie a double Windsor because I saw Alec Baldwin rocking a double hmm. Windsor tie. And I was like, I have to figure out how to do that because he just always looked sharp. Absolutely, man. And like style is something that I talk about on my show, too. Like this, this is it. It's an all encompassing thing, my man. I think looking your best is so important. And I think Nick Aldis plays that part so well to a T. And as does the challenger, Cody. I mean, he Mm. he rocks those suits. He rocked the blonde. I just got used to the blonde. Now he's back to brown. Like, I mean, come on, man. Pick a hair, pick a hair <laughs> color already. Yeah, my, my, my internet wife just left to change her hair color as well. So everyone's changing <laughs> their hair today. Not me. It's staying. I'm growing it out, and I'm hoping I can get it cut by Brutus the Barber Beefcake at StarCast. <laughs> man, that sounds fantastic. I mean, if, it's, do you know if, if Brutus is bringing his uh, barbershop set? I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. I'm sure if not, they'll build him one. That's so cool. That's so cool. So, man, I mean, what do you, what do you see coming for your future? Where do you see yourself you know, post all in, what are your plans? I know you plan on doing a show every other day, maybe after all in or every two days, something around that right now. I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely been, I I've been on a freaking content tear, my friend for probably the last, I want to say 
huh, at least 35 days, I've been making a 10 pounds of podcast every single day, my friends. The only day that I take off is Sundays right now. Just because, as you know, being a bartender, especially in Vegas, that's where I make all my money is on the weekends. So I, the only day I don't do it is on Sunday, but I am creating content every single day just so that I can get better, just so that I can figure out how to use YouTube better. Because like I said, man, I'm still completely new to this stuff. And, uh, but after all in, man, this thing is just going to keep on riding. If people want me to keep doing a show every day, that's what I'll do. I don't, my goal is to work for the NWA. And I think that you can tell from the passion of my voice and just from what you watch on YouTube, that this is a goal that I definitely think that I can achieve. And man, I am definitely a fan because like I always say on our show, we are marks for ourselves, <laughs> but we are also marks who are marks for marks. Yes, that's a great line. I love that. And if you're not a mark, for the wrestling business, you're not a true fan. Yeah, man. I Plain mean, and simple. Yeah, you got to love it. I've never met a wrestling fan that's like, eh, it's okay. I've never, ever ran into someone like that. You either completely love it or you haven't watched enough yet. That's right. And I mean, the, the, the great thing about the internet. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. The available AKG 36 speaker sound system in the Cadillac Escalade provides 360 degree sound, so you hear studio sound on the road. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade never stop arriving. As we have so many different ways to get that media, I mean, mm -hmm. there, there's you know WWE Network, the Fed, New York, as we call it. Uh, I mean, there's high spots, there's title match network. There's so many different things, honor club, new Japan world. I mean, there's so many different ways to get it or even just YouTube. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can find so much content on YouTube. Like I, you know, found your show and it's amazing. And that's where, <laughs> that's where we're going after all. And we are eventually going to turn this into not just a audio podcast, but a vodcast in the end. Hey, man, I, th I, I think the vodcast is a great idea. And just, just because it, the, the, the visual, people can listen whenever they want, but the visual is so important also. Like my, my audio is, is funny and my audio is informative and my audio is passionate, but I also write little things in my videos as well. And I'm, I'm making fun of myself. I'm very self-deprecating. Uh, it's just a damn fun time, man. So there's so much more that you can do with video than just audio. And that's like your last episode that you just did. What was it posted yesterday or the yes, day sir. before? Yes, yesterday. Okay. You said you were reptil reptilian and then <laughs> you posted the what? Wait, what? <laughs> I love that, man. And, and it's the visual is so important, especially when you have a face like ours. I mean, people want to see that moneymaker. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I always say in my videos, bringing the female fan back to wrestling. That's my job right now, my man. 
And and go ahead. I want to give you a minute just to plug everything and just tell everybody where they can find you, your your audio podcast, your YouTube, social media, all that stuff. And then I'm going to wrap it up because I know your shows aren't as long as ours. I mean, we we try to drive as much content into one episode and it, it is tiresome. So I don't want to keep you too long because I know you have a show you're doing tonight and also probably working as well, correct? Yeah, uh, Tommy, every day is working in Las Vegas, <laughs> my friend. Uh, but yeah, man, thank you so much. I mean, if the whole show hasn't been a plug already, you guys can definitely find me at uh, Twitter at Adam underscore Rotella. Find me on Instagram. That's Adam Rotella on Instagram. YouTube, Adam Rotella. YouTube's going to be the best place to find me. And then if you guys are going to StarCast, I'm very easily recognizable. Please come up, say hello, (laughs) shake my hand, buy me a beer. I'd be happy to talk wrestling with you guys for hours and hours and hours. Hey, Adam, I want to thank you again for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Keep up the great work. Look forward to meeting you at StarCast. I will be there uh, Friday, Tommy. I will be there Friday, Tommy, and I can't wait to shake your hand, my man. Thank you again for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. Come up to the table, man. We'll drink some gimmicks together, and we will (laughs) hashtag live that gimmick. Love it. Hashtag live your gimmick. Excuse me. That's whatever you want, my friend. See, See the mainstream wrestling media uh manipulating my words folks (laughs) i love that we're mainstream because you're the only one that is not mainstream that is correct all right man take care appreciate it you need to get a pro wrestling tea store my friend uh once i get a thousand followers then i'll start taking people's money (laughs) love it thanks adam see you soon thank you tommy bye bye man
Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.